This is MIA2K Podcast, and we are your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We are your pilots, Kathy and Laura, two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies, taking you on a ride through the Hollywood wave from our perspective as opinionated, grown Latina fans from Miami. Before we close the cabin doors, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you like to watch, our in-flight podcast video is available on YouTube and Spotify. Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes. So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hi, guys. Before you listen to this episode, we wanted to let you know that the sound and video component are a little off and not what you're used to with our podcast. We tried a new platform in hopes of bringing you a better experience, but it actually worked in the complete opposite way. With that said, we still think the episode content was good and fun, and recording it again wouldn't have given us the organic laughs that we had here, so we hope you still listen and enjoy it. We'll be back with our good sound next week. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. We are coming to you today with a light and airy episode. We tackled the biggest shit show of a company last week, SM, we're looking at you. Mm. And we needed this break to cleanse our souls, cleanse our minds. If you haven't given it a listen, please do check it out. It's a doozy. Yes, it is. Today we're here because during season one, we did a two-parter episode that we called Because We're All About That Bias. And we talked about our biases and all of the groups that we loved at the time, which was February of 2022. So we thought it'd be fun to come back to you just a little over a year later and give you guys a little update on where we are right now. The Kathy and Laura of today is very different from 2022 Kathy and Laura. Mm. You might say, but it's only been a year, guys. How can he be so different? Well, guess what? A baby goes from like sleeping and crying to walking, eating and speaking within a year. So it's a big deal. It is. So let's start and go really quickly with our main groups that we talked about during our last episode. That includes BTS, Stray Kids, Monster X, ATs, GOT7, and Shiny. So my status update with BTS, I'm still on my sugar bullshit even more than ever before. <laughs> I spent a ridiculous amount of money on everything Augusty related. I bought nine albums. Who am I? I did not think I was like going to be that person, but I became that person. I bought two different concert tickets because I was not able to go to the first one. And I was able to sell it for like half the price, but I still spent way more money on the concert ticket cumulatively than I expected, wanted to, or thought I would. But here I am. And also I bamboozled Laura into spending a lot more money than she thought she would on that. And then I ended up not going with her because I couldn't. So such is life. And yeah, I think that's the update. I am whipped and I am a simp. And uh, this man doesn't know I exist, but he is my comfort. So there's that. And also Jungkook is still number two, but you know. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. I really haven't changed very much in general with all of these groups. It's still very, very steady. Very the same with BTS. It's still Jin. He's gone now in the military. Mm. So that kind of sucks. But honestly, being a multi-stan is great. Because mm. <laughs> it makes the pain a little less. Yeah. Then for Stray Kids, which was at the time, I think, kind of our second group, things are pretty much the same. We got to see them this year. We saw them in March. 
in Atlanta. It was an amazing concert. We had the best fucking time. Mm-hmm. So Changbin heard me screaming. I know he did. I was 100% grade A, completely unhinged, like ridiculously unhinged. And I lived my best absolute life at the concert. I literally just, I'm so in love with him. Like, it's ridiculous. I forget a lot of people exist when I think of So Changbin. And that's that on that. I had a really great time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of people noticed that I had a really great time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a different person during concerts. Well, no, I'm not a different person. I'm just another part of me. Mm. I'm showing a different side. You show a different side of yourself (laughs) during concerts, yes. And uh, we had a really good setup, so I was just enjoying it to the fullest. I don't think Hyunjin heard me, (laughs) but that's okay because I saw him. Yeah. And he's great and perfect. Also, I had someone ask me recently during a TikTok live if I had a record in Stray Kids. I technically don't. I feel like all of them are just equally at the level. But if I have to pick someone, I'd probably choose Han or Lino. I mean, they come as a pair. They can both be my records. True. It's fine. It's a two for one deal. But yeah, I, th- I think it would be Han for me. So. Yeah, I've, I've actually given this a lot of thought and I can't mm-hmm. pick someone. No, um, it's hard. Sometimes it's Lino. I mean, I love Ian. He is such a cutie. Mm. Sungmin is always in the building for me. Always. Always. That um, man never leaves the building, I swear. <laughs> never <laughs> leaves. He is so, he's not the biggest troublemaker, but like he is. He stirs shit. He's a, he's a podster in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. He doesn't always do it, but you can always count on him when it works. I mean, obviously, let us not mention Hyunjin, but he's just always doing the absolute most and being perfect, so. What are we going to say? And I still don't understand how someone can look that good, like, all the time. Me neither. And Impossible. recently, Troy Sivan actually used him as a method to... Um, Marketing for his album? Yeah. It was genius, honestly. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. They sat down together at, like, a... The Versace it, like, yeah. show. Yeah. And... So, like, people took a lot of pictures. They caught Troy Sivan looking at Hyunjin, like, giving him looks, like, obviously, duh. And so he kind of used that to market his new, like, album, and it was genius, truly. Yeah. I know Changman wasn't okay, but, you know, it is <laughs> It is what it is. We'll figure it out. We'll, I'll help him cope through it this time. So, so I think that's... BTS and Stray Kids done. Monster X, nothing has changed. Undying mm-hmm. Love for I Am and Kihyun. And I feel like also I'm just wrecked by the entire group on a regular basis. I don't really have any moment of like solid ground of like, no, I'm firm in my stances and my bias. Like, no, I love all six of them unequivocally. I want them all. Unless show new. Peel well, and avocado. Then your love if, goes a little down. <laughs> if Shonu is peeling an avocado i'm going to choose to look away that's what i'm going to do for my mental sanity um the only update i have is that he's back there's a tiktok or like i don't know he did a live i don't know what he did yeah but people told him to go look at tiktoks of himself and the same sound was playing over and over and over and it was that daddy's home voice or like a song yeah it was hilarious his face went from like huh to like oh okay i see a pattern <laughs> yeah yeah his face was like yeah i have, I have seen I'm, i know i'm aware of your bitches the lulu's yeah he knows he's great after monster x we go to 80s so with 80s i'm pretty sure at the time of this recording this is this is a flip guys this is a pancake flip this is a steak flip because 
I started my journey with 80s. Obviously, San was our gateway drug into 80s. But then immediately I went to Songhua because when he said I'm the one in my drone with that, like, not widow's peak, but that bang cut that went straight <laughs> down and with the silver hair and that, like, jaw that could cut me and I wanted to cut me, I was in. I was done. I could not look at anyone else. Songhua was the one for me. And then Laura, somehow, some way, for once in her life, was not immediately gravitating towards Hong Jung, which was really weird because she usually like loves leaders and Kims. And I don't know what else he I probably bully is the other thing that I was like, he's mm -hmm. also this like, how are you not head over heels and adding him to your bias list immediately. And I went to sell Laura so fucking hard on Hong Jung that I ended up falling myself. So Hong Jung became my bias. And Songhua went to like co-pilot, deputy, chief of staff, but like <laughs> still first. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's Hong Jung. Like I, what my, once I knew, I knew, but I didn't expect to flip because I was pretty convinced that I was a Songhua girl through and through. But I don't know. Hong Jung just came for my throat and I'm very thankful that he did. Personally, <laughs> I think I noticed Kathy's flip before she did. Um, yeah. She just didn't want to like admit it in her heart, in her head, which makes sense. You know, it's hard to do those types of things. Yeah, I felt like a traitor. I still do. But I love <laughs> Songhua. Like, I don't let him go. When people are like, oh, Songhua, whatever. I'm like, no, he's mine. Like, you know, I don't, I don't let anyone go. Once they were mine, even if I have like a little bit more attention that I pay to someone else, they're still mine. So... I'm not toxic at all. Mm, not at all. Not at all. I'm still very much the same. Mingy's Mingy. And now he has had this like renaissance. So he's even more perfect. So it's kind of annoying because more people like him now. But, you know, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. He's the, living his best and I'm happy for him. The girlies and the boilies and the dailies are screaming for him. But, ma'am, mm -hmm. ma I'm not going to let you like finish this conversation without mentioning Mr. Yosang and his oh, wrecking yeah. of you. I forgot about him. So I've never really, well, no, I've never, that's, at the beginning, I really wasn't really drawn to Yosung at all. But recently, I don't know what it is that happened, but, oh, oh, I remember what it is. It's that Wanties episode where they got, like, they got checked out and then oh, they, yeah, they were sent they to sleep. Oh, yeah, they went to do endoscopies, yes, yes. So in that particular episode, Yosung is, like, drugged out of his mind, can barely keep his eyes open. He's slobbering any, everywhere. And, like, even within that slobber, he is the most nice, like, polite, good boy I've ever seen anybody be. And that was it. It was so cute. It was so cute. It's so that true. That I just couldn't. I couldn't. It's so true. Yeah. And he's giving baby girl in this last comeback. And I kind of like it. Yes, it's like, is. it's nice. It's funny because it's a really weird contrast of his, like, face with, yeah. like, his body, which yeah. I always find really funny. Like, idols either have really good skincare. Well, I guess Botox is part of skincare. They have, like, really beautiful skin, like, barely any lines. And then, like, they show their hands. And it's like a typical man hand with, like, veins and stuff. Yeah. So that contrast always – I always find it so funny. And it with Yosang, it's, it's like – 
from here to here one person like from neck up one person and from neck down like another person so I just think that's so funny yeah I we noticed when Laura went this way and also I think when he started showing his birthmark for that one comeback Mm. I think that was also like we both have been appreciating everything like all his content and all the things that he does and Laura had been dipping her toe in the water of Yosang but then also she found this photo card where he had like a strawberry and I think that was it I think that's really the moment where you said okay this is happening I'm committing obviously yeah exactly (laughs) so that's what happened with God 7 I don't think there's any update other than obviously JB enlisted this year but that doesn't mean anything because he enlisted into what disrespecting us I don't know literally Uh, (laughs) literally his enlistment has been very puzzling because he has been one of the idols who have kept up communications with the fans the most regardless of whether he's doing social work or others like you know we know that there's plenty of other idols who are doing social work and they're just not as communicative with the fans as jb is being so it feels weird but we welcome it because it doesn't really feel like he's gone at all Mm -hmm. and um yeah i think we both are just still very much on the jb love train and still not toxic regardless of the fact that we both bias him so yeah and i think it's his enlistment has kind of I guess, shown us or taught us a little bit more about how Korean enlistment works and what the difference is between being like an active duty member or an active duty soldier versus like a soldier worker. And it's it's a really big difference. We were talking about this recently and it seems, again, this is just from what we've seen. We haven't really like dug into this or researched into this, but it just seems that like when you're a social worker, it's just kind of like a nine to five job Mm -hmm. that you're like you have no choice but to do sort of thing so whatever it is that it's given to you as a job that's what you have to do yeah but other than like the nine to five you pretty much have free time like a normal job so it seems like it's like that because jb has been going places like visiting his mom at their bakery like it's given a whole different perspective of what it is so it just feels like other idols are like Kathy mentioned this when we were talking about it. She's just like, they're probably just over being in the spotlight and they just want to like let go, not care about their looks. And that's probably really why they don't communicate as much, even though they could. Yeah, it's a it's a opportunity that they have to kind of take a break from having to do fan service mm-hmm. and having to look a certain way and having to do things. They can really focus more on themselves and their families and significant others if they have ones on a DL. So I think most idols take advantage of that to the fullest, while JB has remained steadfast in his contact with us, which is so like heartwarming in a way, uh, because it's like, wow, he truly like could be doing whatever he wanted with his time, yet yeah. he's practically holding fan signs at his parents' bakery for free. And, you know, for no reason, he just like really enjoys being there for the fans and doing the fan service. And I think the fact that he's also not signed to any company and he's just signed to himself is another reason why he's so free with whatever he's doing. He doesn't really have to answer to anyone but himself. And he was already free before he enlisted. Like he was already not having to be a perfect person. Like he already had publicly dated someone. He wasn't having to be extra careful so I think that just kind of like naturally went with him when he enlisted so totally I think a lot of what comes in the future of idols being more normal should be attributed to JB because of how he has handled himself after leaving JYP 
So hopefully it does make a positive impact with the fandom culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. And then the last group that I think we have here, we mentioned in the last episode, Shiny. Same old, same old. Key is the love of my life in the most platonic, like bestie way of all time. I just stand him so hard. I want to be him. I want him to just dance in front of me all day, every day to all the girl groups that he wants to dance to. And I just want to get drunk with him and play with his dogs. I I just, he's everything. He literally is Mm -hmm. everything I wish I could be in terms of like attitude and sass. All of that, he has it. It's crazy. I love it. I'm I'm just obsessed. Temin is back. Finally, he is back. He is out. He looks like he's thriving. He has brought abs with him back from enlistment. I love him, but I love him like a little brother, like, I know it's weird, the Lulu, hey, but like it's that kind of vibe. So, I mean, maybe also because he's the maknae, like he just gives that vibe. I agree. I see what you mean. I, I have little brothers and sons and daughters, so I understand. Our delusion knows no bounds. Nope. At all. It really doesn't. And we're proud. Very much. <laughs> My Delulu flag is always at full mast. Always. So proud. So, so proud. So, yeah, like Laura mentioned earlier, in a year and change, because it's been a little bit more than a year, a lot has changed, especially for me. You'll see in the, in the upcoming updates. So we just finished giving you guys the updates of all the people that we mentioned in our episodes. Or is it everyone? I think maybe we mentioned a few more, but these are the major headlines, I would say, mm-hmm. of yeah. what we talked about in the last two-parter episode from February of 2022. But this year for the July 2023 update, let me tell you, the most definitive fact that you will learn today is that I am not loyal at all. Don't know her. Don't know that word. Not in my dictionary. And unfortunately for me, up until like Laura was a 2021, I guess, Laura became a military lady very quickly into becoming a K-poppy because Shonu, Timon, and Baekhyun all left around the same time. So it was really hard for her. And I don't know how she dealt, to be honest with you all. But then this year, once she got all of them back and, you know, Jin left, I was left by four almost at the same time. So, I mean, I I, uh, thankfully didn't have to experience the military wife life so quickly into becoming a a K-pop stan. But damn, just like it really hit me hard. And there's probably more to come this year because a few 93 liners and all of the 94 line are basically due. And my alt is included in that bunch. And so I don't think I'm going to be okay in the second half of the year. So pray for me, y'all. I'm going to need it. It's hard. Mm. But you can do it. Nah. I'm all, I think I'm almost halfway through Jen's enlistment at this point. So yay. Sure. No. No, I'm not. That's not bad. <laughs> bad no, like, I don't want to burst the bubble, but okay. Yeah. You are a third of the way, though. So ah, mira. that's I something. Think- yeah. yeah. With that, in our last episode, we had mentioned 17 very briefly. At that particular moment, I had just like gone full into Carrotland because um, it was February of last year and I had fallen in love with Woozy in January. 2023, Laura and Kathy are, there's like dipping your toe, going waist deep dunking yourself this is like cannonball with like a lead weight <laughs> like with like a lead weight so we're we're in it to win yeah i have woken up at three in the morning 
of a day of a wedding to watch Carolyn, like the uh, fan meeting. Mm -hmm. I was in a hotel. Ryan's friend was getting married. I knew it was going to be a long ass day. I knew it. But you found me at three in the morning with my phone and my AirPods trying to not wake up Ryan like this. It was worth it. It was a good Carolyn. It was. I'm still very much about losing. It is what it is. I do have now a bias line that includes <laughs> 10 of the 13 members. <laughs> I don't think that's a bias line anymore, Laura. That's a country. I'm sorry. <laughs> it includes Woozy, Hoshi, the eight, Jonghan, Mingyu, Dino, Escoops, Wonu, DK, and Sankwon. And that is not to say that I don't like Vernon, Joshua, and June. I just don't, like, I'm not writing as hard for them. However, if someone were to say Vernon is overrated, no, he's not. He's perfect, mm -hmm. and you can't say that. It's just, you know, he's not, like, at a woozy or hoshi level, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I really like them. They're very much like BTS, where even if I'm not writing super hard, like, the only person that can say anything is me and my <laughs> deleted mind, so... <laughs> Yeah, like Laura said, she went like balls deep since January of last year. <laughs> Around the time that we filmed this episode and in February and stuff, I was nowhere near Carrotland. I was still passing like toll booths, <laughs> like, <laughs> basically is the way that I can describe it. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know where I was going, but I found my way to Carrotland. So it's been just over a year, a year and a few months. And now I'm a completely normal, settled carrot with half the group as my bias line. And what about it? You know, what are you going to tell me? Nothing. You can't. And I like to right now just be open about my toxicity. No one look at DK. No one look at Sunquan. I bought their earrings and you know jewelry makes it official. So that's that on that. Okay. Cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Wow. And just, you know, to share the rest of them, because I did say it was half of the group. So basically, um, Escoops, of course. Hello. Like, I mean, totally. Come on. Come on. The eight. I don't have to say anything, but just like how has my heart. It is what it is. Like his sass and everything just sends me. And I really live for when he corrects the Korean members and their Korean. Like, that's so me. It Like that, that part of him is so me with like the grammar and stuff. I, I fucking live. Hoshi, it took a while to, like, understand him and see him for who he is. But now that I do, fucking obsessed. And one last entry into my bias line, very quiet entry. Very, very happy with him as part of my lineage right now. And everyone else, equally amazing. Love them all. We'll probably do, if we do an update video next year, they'll all probably be in my bias line. And it'll be, like, a country situation like Laura. It'll be a hostile takeover. <laughs> It'll be a dictatorship and it'll have 13 presidents and that's fine. <laughs> so, well, 12 presidents and a vice president, pobre Dino. <laughs> I know, Dino, poor thing. I love him so much. I feel so bad for him, honestly. I think he's a magnate that has it the hardest. Like, out of all the groups that we really look into, yeah, I don't see. Like, obviously, we know they're doing it, like, very lovingly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But even yeah, when you do it joke. lovingly, I mean, bullying is still bullying. Let like, me tell you, <laughs> if I were Dino, I wouldn't have been able to take it. I would have left. My <laughs> sensitive ass is not built for that. They, they, they do too much. I feel so bad for him. My God. It's true. He takes it like a champ, though. Moving on. This next group, I think the biggest update is... I now say the name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So and we and we should toast to that. We should one hundred percent toast to that. Cheers. <laughs> the thing is, guys. The thing is, in one of the songs, they actually say E X O, and honestly, it just sounds cooler in my personal opinion. But I have given in. Now I say EXO. It's fine. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> so with EXO, I'm still very much into Baekhyun. He is also back, like Kathy mentioned earlier. I love him, period. Um, <laughs> I do have more love for the rest of the members, especially Suho and Chanyeol. I mean, Kai was already in it because I love Kai. So mm. that's not really an update, but... And Shuman. I don't know why I like him. I just do. I can't answer. I've been trying to figure out why. Maybe because he looks like an underdog for me. I'm not quite sure. I like underdogs, but I like them. Whatever it's it is, good. we the heart wants what it wants. That's the answer mm-hmm. all it's the time. True. Well, for me, I have gone on so many different like roller coaster rides with EXO. <laughs> it's really. Honestly, if we could find the footage of the first episode that we recorded on EXO, that's a change. That's a change because I was practically a Kai solo stan. And I'm, I can finally say that because I'm, I, it's no longer the case. And I will not have to get canceled by EXOs anymore because I love the whole group now. But I really went from like being a Kai solo stan and hating SM. And because I hated SM, I just like didn't want to support EXO because I was like, no, I don't want to like have anything to do with anything that SM touches. And then now I was like, okay, fine, fuck it. I will buy the fucking light stick and rep EXO very hard and uh, like come at SM with everything that I have in me. And then the EXO anniversary was literally two months ago. And Laura made this template that we posted on Instagram for, you know, other EXOs to partake about like, how long have you been on EXO? Who's your bias? Who's your record? What's your favorite song? Like things like that. And I very proudly, just two months ago, was like, hmm, I don't have a record. I have only eyes for Kai. But then Mr. Suho showed up and said, may I offer my services? And I said, well, damn, I guess you can. So officially now I do have a record in EXO and it is Mr. Suho. So I love him. I don't know where that love came from. Like Laura was saying with Schumann, like they really come and they get you with their exoplanet powers, I guess. I don't know. But he fully came for me. So, okay. Hands up. You have me. I'm here. I'm giving in. Uh, yes. Yes, daddy. So, uh, yeah, that's my update with Exo. Very proud. Very proud. And they're coming back soon. So And it's they're having their fun. comeback soon. Yeah. It, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be bitter the entire time because Kai won't be here. Mm. and you will see me being unhinged on our stories and on twitter bitching about that every fucking day of their comeback and their promotions so you've been warned as you should mm. as you should it's military wife right. duties i stand up for my mans when they're not here especially the way he went if you guys want to know a little bit more tea about that listen to our sm episode we talk a little bit about why yep. we're bitter yeah and why kathy would throw a chancla if she could <laughs> I Virtual Chancla heading on its way to Enchon right now. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll drop the links on the description below so you guys can take a look at that episode. And the Kai drama starts around the timestamp. is one hour, 16 minutes, and one second, I believe. 
I was I literally just I did a I did a I was doing a timestamp thing earlier, so that's why I remember when this thing starts. I I left my blood, sweat, and tears on this episode, so please go watch it. And yeah, that's it for our EXO update, I believe. Mm -hmm. So next we go to winner. Now, guys, I said earlier I wasn't loyal, and now you're gonna really know how far I can take my disloyalty. So I think it was very very early in my K-popy days. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw this man and I sent it to Laura and I go, who is this? I need him immediately. And she goes, I'm pretty sure that's Mino. And I was like, okay. I've, yes. Hi, Mino. Nice to meet you. You are mine now. And ha, Mino, mine now. <laughs> oh my God. He should use that for a song. Anyway. So immediately head over heels for this man, just based on swag. Like, it just got to me. And when she was like, he's a rapper, I was like, of course he is. Duh. Like, makes all the sense. So immediately fell for him. That was that. I started consuming some YG content at some point after that. And I got to meet more of the members of Winner. So the first one that I really kind of said hi to right after was Huni. This man and his sense of humor have me in a fucking chokehold. Laura at some point was like, weren't you all about Mino like six seconds ago and I was like and I still am but I have enough room in my heart for more so like why are you coming for me and I, I didn't send for you so so Huni got officially inducted into also my bias line because why the fuck not and then I got to know <laughs> Yoon and oh my god this man is everything that I love and more he is like has all the hardships that he went through in his life with like being bullied and his family situation and all those things and then he is the most perfect amazing singer to like win multiple shows and like win the mass singer like 75 times and just you know like his voice is truly out of this world and then he also is like a fucking genius songwriter like with oh, those literally. lyrics like poet like oh my god i mean can you blame me no you can't that's literally everything you like everything in one person like uh -huh. so and then the two of them are enlisted right now Mino and you like though when you left it blindsided me so badly because I got into winter kind of late so I thought that most of them had served already I didn't realize that they still had to and I genuinely was so distraught the day that he left like I was Literally, I think in the middle of a TikTok live when the news <laughs> dropped that he was leaving. And I think I had to end the live because I wasn't okay after that. So I'm Hi. just, you know, whatever. He's he's going to be okay. He's doing active service. It'll be done hopefully very quickly for him. He'll come back super healthy and happy and with all this inspiration and ideas. And we'll sing even more beautifully than before. And it'll all be fine. But anyway, that's all to say I am biased for three out of four winner members shamelessly proudly and Gino he can hold his liquor and I really admire that so he can also sit at the table like I'm not gonna call him a bias because I just don't feel like that but I still ride for him that's that on that I get that, mm. I, get that. Mm. I personally don't have a bias in a winner yeah. but my no I found out about him a long 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 time ago I don't oh. remember how I found him it was so long ago I don't even remember <laughs> He did he did a song with Seagull for Show Me the Money. And I really like that song. It has been in my Spotify playlist for years. It's the 
okie dokie out is the truth yes not saying like that like with actual you know <laughs> swag <laughs> which I don't have so I found out about him a very long time ago through that and it was a couple months ago that Spotify decided to play his music to me and his music is literally everything I love it is a party it has fuckboy vibes like it is literally everything I like <laughs> in songs so as soon as I found like a couple of his songs I was like I should check out more so I did love them all so I don't know if I would consider him a bias he just his music is is like fun yeah. really fun to me I think it was last year or a couple months ago he did a video with his friend uh Huna from a group called Urban Sacapa I'm not sure if I'm saying it right where he spoke about how he felt in that particular like moment in time and he described it by like drawing a picture of like a circle and then trying to fit into the circle this spiky like blobby figure and it was pretty much just to say that like he doesn't feel like he fits in and that he still has like a lot of spiky attitudes or like spiky mm -hmm. feelings and the way that he described it was so beautiful and so sad uh she started crying um just seeing her friend be in that position and it was like a really nice private moment that we yeah. were able to get like a little bit of a look at yeah. so it was just it was it was really nice He's also, a really he's a great visual plastic artist. Like his yes. his work is very profound. Mm -hmm. And it's sometimes like kind of abstract, but kind of also like it's just like a mind fuck. He's extremely talented. Like that man is truly an artist in every sense of the way with what mm -hmm. he does. So not not a bias, but I just really like his art. Yeah. So I think if Laura messaged me one day and was like, I think mine knows my bias, I might block her and like the podcast <laughs> might end. That's how toxic I, I am. I don't might think be I could, but yeah. I just really like his his, his music. music. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Makes sense. It's a fun time. Moving on, <laughs> before I get canceled by my friend, by my chingu. <laughs> <laughs> NCT. When we spoke about NCT a little bit <laughs> over a year ago, we were kind of like, mm, about it. Matter <laughs> of fact, I have the script up from that episode and in Kathy's note it says NCT can't say I have a bias guess what bitches <laughs> guess what Kathy, how many how many biases do you have now I don't know what's math I can't count <laughs> um yeah I told you guys loyalty I don't know her what is that not in my dictionary not for k-pop not for literally any reason yeah so what happened was at the time <laughs> at the time of the recording of that episode I was a young k-poppy I didn't know what I was saying I loved Mark because everybody loves Mark. If you don't love Mark, literally, I don't trust you. I don't want you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to know anything about you, right? So, but I didn't feel like I could say like, oh, Mark is my bias because I wasn't like, you know, drawn to collecting merch of his or something like that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what I thought at the time, like the marker of a bias was. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, I like Mark a lot. Like he's in literally every group. So there's no way that I like won't see him. So, but yeah, but I didn't feel like I could call him a bias. And then Johnny walked in and I was like, well, damn. Okay. Okay, Mr. Johnny from Chicago, I see you. And I just, I really like him, his sense of humor, guys. 
is my brand. I, I love, I love like my brand of like what I like to consume. I don't have that sense of humor that he has, but I really, really enjoy people who can do that level of deadpan delivery. And I laugh the same way that Mark does every time that Johnny is in his comedy bag, like came for me. And then I remember at some point, somebody had mentioned something about Utah to me. And I was like, oh yeah, like, sure. Like I just, I saw him and I thought he looked like, you know, he had, Utah has this like chameleon thing where he looks very different in like all the eras of MTT. So I don't know what the first picture I saw of him was, but I was like, yeah, sure. Like I see him. That's cool. But then I started seeing like content, like video content of him and his like lack of fucks given and his personality and just everything about him, his demeanor, his confidence. I really gravitate towards a confident person man specifically like I really really do like confident man and Yuta is that and so much more and he has the same birthday as I do so because we're birthday twins we're both Scorpios the toxicity is magnetizing so immediately it was like okay Yuta it has to be added to the like to the team like it's just it has to do that and then you know, we we knew NTT, we knew NTT one to seven, all the things, but like we hadn't really gone into Dream that much. Like, I had heard a couple of songs and stuff, but I was like, they're children. I don't need to look in that direction. I'm fine. But then, <laughs> for some reason, because of fucking TikTok, I got a lot of hits on content in like my face, and I discovered recently, uh, after adding hits on on to my bias line that I have an annoying line of like biases that I love and adore. <laughs> Hechan might be, no, I don't think Hechan's president, but between Hechan, Changbin, and Bomgyu, who is not a bias, he's my son, I gave birth to him. It's a joke for legal purposes. I think my annoying line like presence is very felt and it's very obvious. So yeah, that's how I ended up with like a good amount of people on my bias line. And then I don't want to consider anyone else a bias because why would I need to? Like at that point, it's it's kind of bordering on unnecessary. But <laughs> but like Laura won't let me go a day without seeing Taeyong some way, somehow on my face. So like I really appreciate him. I at first did not get Doyoung at all. And now I'm like, well, damn, like I can't stop looking at the man and I can't stop listening to him talk. And there's just something about him that I'm like, OK, I mean. I'm, I'm looking at Yuta and I'm looking at Hecha and I'm looking at Mark and I'm looking at Johnny, but damn, I'm looking at Doyon too. And yeah, I mean, am I going to sit here and tell you that I don't look at Jaehyun? No, I, I can't say that with a straight face. That'd be a lie. That would be a <laughs> bold face lie. So I won't do that. So yeah, I basically stand all of NCT right now. That's my conclusion. <laughs> I, and I know I named like seven out of 20 guys. I know I'm not like naming everybody. I'm just saying like generally speaking. NCT has been quite a ride. So I, I, I pretend that I'm not such a hoe by saying that like Utah is my one, two, seven bias and Hechan <laughs> is my dream bias. And Mark is just my every, you know, he's just everywhere all at once. And then Johnny is just like, I can say like NCT broadly bias and I don't focus on anything specifically with him. <laughs> So that's how I gaslight myself the into not feeling. gymnastics. <laughs> Girl. Gold medal. Gold medal. Gold medal. Start playing the national anthem, please. I will go to the podium right now. So yeah, that's like how I sticker. went from... <laughs>
Yep. I'm sorry. It me. It me. It me. So that's how I went from saying, I don't think I have a bias to literally a roster. I have a roster. I have an actual roster. So funny. <laughs> For me, Taeyong is still Taeyong. Like, I love Taeyong. And he just recently dropped his first mini album, which has made me like love him even more i am riding high on the taeyong train like i don't want to get off ryan is with me we were watching a video of him performing virtual insanity and ryan said for those of you who don't know ryan's my husband ryan said wow his outfit is so cool and i was like oh my god he has now become the coolest man in the history of men <laughs> he got buy-in from the husband that's right that's- and that That's was it. completely like I didn't say anything. I was just watching the video and then Ryan pops his head and he's like, oh, that's a cool outfit. And I'm like, hell fucking yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I also just watched a lot of his content yesterday. Fourth uh, of July, obviously, it makes sense being patriotic. And he was so dedicated to this mini album. He was so involved with it that it is really adorable. Like, it's nice to see a K-pop idol being so into and so like giving in into his like artistry. Um, we don't usually see it. And sometimes when we do see it, it looks a little bit fabricated, but it was nice to see him in this particular sense because he really wanted to put the best product that he could. And he really did. It did show different sides of him. And mm-hmm. It's a really good mini album. Like, it's really good. Um, if you haven't listened to it, please do. We actually recorded an episode where we talk about one particular song called yeah. Ruby. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that song, you should go listen to it. It's the pre-summer streaming party. It's, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I also discovered Doyoung, like Kathy mentioned. I don't know where. I think it was TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, know. the social media came for us. And yeah. by us, I mean you. And by you, I mean you came for me. So it's a, I, it's a vicious cycle. I'm not sure. That's a lie. I do know why I like him. His voice is gorgeous. <laughs> it is. He has such a beautiful voice where it can be really strong, but like really airy sometimes whenever mm-hmm. he wants. He dropped an album with Jaehyung and Jonu as a subunit of NCT. Mm-hmm. And it was all like the music that I love. It was like a slow R&B sort of like boys to men, 90s type of like that kind of vibe. And their voices in that sound so good. One of the things that I love about NCT's music, even though it's, sometimes it's a little bit crazy, especially for NCT 127, the way that they layer their voices and there's so much layering everywhere it just sounds so beautiful especially where like you're in the car you're listening to it with like headphones on it just gives it like a whole other dimension which i'm yeah i'm guessing that's why they layer a dimension but whatever (laughs) it's giving and i am accepting and also actually i wanted to mention this because i don't even think i've talked to it about with kathy and it's 10 i sort of love 10 like a lot. You don't. We don't have to have a conversation explicitly about this because I know how much you love Tan. I'm aware. I'm plenty aware. He is everything that I love. Also, he gives me very much Temin Hyunjin, sort of like that vibe, and I like him. He also has a lot of sass, a lot of attitude. He's a an amazing dancer. He came out with a song for his birthday um, around October of last year called Birthday. 
and he dropped chore- it on my birthday so he did mm. and his choreography for that song is so beautiful like it's so mesmerizing mm. there's a part where he like goes from being like up in the air to like just stopping in the middle of the air basically and it's like my guy how do you do that <laughs> with those like it's it's great um i've loved uh his recent i think since 2021 all the solo music that he's put out yeah or solo ish you know with him or like another member mm. so I, I i really love him like i think i'm gonna add him to my line because it's necessary it is time yeah, ryan also likes sense. his song so hey <laughs> it makes all the sense i thought about adding him like because i you know wavy really lucas is my official bias and i have this policy that like if you're my bias even if you leave the group you're still my bias in the group like <laughs> period end of story but it's like a it was like a competition or like 10 could be the record and lucas is the main bias for me and wavy so i i love uh 10 as well and just one last thing about nct i am currently flirting with Jemin. he reminds me of bacon like his face a little bit so he's very cute to me you're not flirting mom you're like in in it you're in it no, with i still feel like i need to like know a little bit more you know before i truly like say hey you come join the club i think this is a, a moment of gaslighting and mental <laughs> gymnastics as well but sure pop off okay. this whatever I helps you sleep that. at night mm, <laughs> it's fine from nct we are doing a heavy 180 because we're going to talk about it twice right now so we did an episode at the beginning of the season called the year of the girl group and we talked about how our love for girl groups has exponentially grown since we started and by exponentially we mean like at the beginning we didn't pay attention to girl groups at all we were fully invested in boy groups only mostly because the music didn't really resonate with us as much like it was a lot of bubblegum pop that we kept like you know getting shoved in our faces and that's not really our vibe and that's not all girl groups This this is a very short summarized way of saying that originally we really didn't know girl groups well and we explained more mm-hmm. of that in the episode but once we started giving girl groups a chance it just started cascading and becoming more and more and more and then twice it was kind of late to be honest we i think yeah. twice could have definitely been added earlier had we known more mm-hmm. about them because yeah. i think we really like them and we like their music the most in terms of diversity and stuff like well it competes with mama was probably higher up yeah but yeah, but twice for having as much bubblegum pop as they do, they also have a lot of really like good, intricate, mm-hmm. great music. So, you know, they could have been added sooner, but we just didn't know better. Now we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went to the Twice concert because I was able to escape a work event. No one please saw my box. Thank you. <laughs> and and I went to the concert. I got there early to like try to buy the light stick because I knew they were going to have it available. I was lucky enough to be able to buy it at the concert. I sat there. I bought the ticket the day of because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it or not. Laura was asking me like the morning of like, so did you get the ticket? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out if I can like escape or not. So anyway, bought the ticket, showed up, bought the light stick, sat in my chair. The concert started. Bitch, I cried the entire time. (laughs) And like, I can't go into like deep explanations of how much I'm not like that at concerts. But Laura has been with me at plenty of concerts. And usually even when I say I'm going to cry, I don't because other parts of the moment just kind of like take over Mm. but for some reason those few notes of i can't stop me start and the freaking knot in my throat is ridiculous like i have never experienced this in my life as consistently as i did with twice because again it was like the entire concert so 
yeah, I don't know why it happened. My friend is trying to pressure me into going to therapy just so I can figure out why. <laughs> but I need to buy photo cards. So that's not going to be allowing me to go to therapy. So we'll figure it out at some point. Just not now. But yeah, just just so you know, Jihyo, mother, of course, is my bias and obsessed with her. Love the entire group. Momo, I dare not look at Momo because our friend Alex is deeply committed to her marriage to Momo. So I will not interfere, but if I were to have a record, it would be her. Uh, so yeah, Alex, please don't kill me. I just, I, I have never admitted that to her and like on a chat because I don't want her to kill me. She knows where I live. So yeah, I, I do, I do love Momo a lot, but it, my heart is completely full with Jihyo. I really don't need anyone else. She is everything. Truly love her to pieces. Love her, love her, love her. So that's twice for me. I'm currently still flirting with them. I don't really have a bias, but I am strongly flirting with Jonghyun and Kathy says I love Dahyun so I'll trust her on that she looks adorable and I love people that look adorable like I can't help it I want to yeah. not like them sometimes because like whatever but I just love people and things that are adorable like I just it's it's in my blood yeah and she looks adorable when I oh. went to the concert Dahyun I I really don't know a lot about the girls in terms of content and stuff like I haven't mm -hmm. gone down the, the rabbit holes of consuming that but when I saw Dahyun in action I just knew that I, I this is the type of vibe that Laura likes so I'm really looking forward to Laura getting into the content a little bit more so she can figure out if she likes her as a bias because I think she will I'm, I'm I'm betting on that for sure I trust you mm. I definitely trust you mm. So from Twice, we're going to Le Seraphim. I saw them from the moment they debuted. I love them. I love the concept. I love the music. I love that they weren't like, eh, hey, girl, girly. Like, I, I really was happy that they were not giving that. And so from the moment that they debuted, I really like Yunjin. But I was trying to, like, not love her, like, as a basic, like, oh, I'm going to go for the American girl. Because I tend to do that again. Like I did it with Mark. Mm -hmm. I did it with Johnny. Like if I see a member that's like, like with when 17, when I started to get into them, I thought Vernon was going to be the guy for me because I just, you can automatically connect to someone that speaks English. Like that's just a fact. Yeah. And so for me, that's kind of where I tend to go. So I tried actively not to do the same with Yunjin. And then like Cheon just came for me out of nowhere. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Sign me up. And then... I don't know, like, how I didn't notice earlier, but I gave birth to Onche, like, <laughs> my daughter. I love her. I, I freaking love her to pieces. So that's pretty much my bias line. Three out of five. That's where I'm at with the Seraphim. I think Inche is the cutest thing in the history of, like, I don't think there's a cuter Makne, like, girl Makne mm -hmm. out there. No. And she, she gives these vibes to me where she's, like, super cute but also like not and yeah I, I love that she passed she a has, punch she has like this like little bit of like a bully vibe that's like hidden between her beautiful beautiful smile yeah and i <laughs> live for it yeah. she she's been doing this youtube uh, youtube program i guess you could call it yes yeah, as part of her like mc uh duties where yeah. she goes around and like she does like a picnic yeah just sits Calvin on the ground diary yeah it's so cute it's adorable and the way that she interacts with all of the groups and all of the people that she's interviewed mm. gives me joy. <laughs> she did one with the boys yeah. and it was 
it was like out of this world adorable the energy the energy between like just being awkward but also like flirting but like being awkward (laughs) and like thinking wait how old is she to like wait no what it was everything to me everything her episode with kai when they realized their age difference oh my god the tension was palpable (gasps) that was so awkward but in like the best way possible it was the most awkward thing i've ever seen on tv ever (laughs) but it was really cute too it was so cute yeah so i i like her just because she gives me that vibe Mm. but my bias is jennifer like i try to not like the most popular member like i really try Mm. but i don't succeed all the time like i like hyunjin like whatever it is what it is i like baekhyun like i get it she is so talented i don't even know how i learned that she was talented probably tiktok i don't know but something came for me and it was her Mm. she has such a beautiful voice she's so sassy i don't think i'll ever get a photo card because hers are very expensive which Mm. i'm a little bit sad about but i am in it to win it like i am ready to commit she's great yeah love her so from La Seraphim, we can briefly talk about P1 Harmony. Kiho is still my little brother. I have always looked at him as a little brother and my delusion. I think it just makes sense. Intak has really grown on me over the past however long. I bought his the P1 Harmony album at the concert and I actually pulled his photo card. I was hoping for Kiho because like obviously... But I pulled in talk and said, and it was kind of like a sign from the universe, like, bitch, look at him. And I did. And I'm very happy to keep looking at him. And then Theo, this last comeback with the black hair, girl, came for me. Absolutely came for him. Wow. With with me, it was, I I don't know why I didn't realize this earlier, but I think I was driving to Kathy's house one day and I live pretty far away from her. So like mm. the drive was long and I was a lot of music <laughs> and all of a sudden a song like starts playing and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Their voices were so beautiful mm. that I was like, I, I don't know who this is. So I go to see who it is. P1 Harmony, Theo and Kiho's voice. Like when and they, they sound so similar, it's beautiful, yes. beautiful, yes. wild, yes. but beautiful. Their voices are so gorgeous. Like it, it bothers me that they don't do as much R and B, but they, they're perfect for it. They have this like yeah. delicious personality to their voices. It's very agreed. nice. Agreed, agreed. And I have a son in P One Harmony. His name is Soul. He gets about 0.0001 of the <laughs> parts in songs. That's okay. It's fine. It's not fine. I'm very it's upset not, about it. Yeah, I've been trying to gaslight like both yeah. of us because you always have complained about it. And I'm like, well, maybe it's because he does so many like acrobatics and he's just focused on the physical part. But it's there, there's really no excuse for how many like mm-hmm. little lines he gets. Like it's not okay. Like I understood at the beginning he was trying to learn Korean. Like I get it. It's hard, but that's not the case anymore mm. he is with these members probably at this point 24 7 because they're yeah. still kind of newish yeah he can speak korean might not be amazing korean but hey he could yeah. get more lines and i didn't know how much i liked him until i drove my ass an hour away from my apartment mm-hmm. to get this cup sleeve if yep. you're watching i am now showing a cup sleeve that they personally worked on um when they were doing some promotions with hello 82 Mm -hmm. and it's just like 
little doodles that Seoul and Jiung did together because they kind of paired the members up. And I drove my ass an hour away just to pick up. She did. And she's not a cup sleeve girly. But as soon as she knew this was happening and that he had designed it, she was like, I'm there. I will be there. And she, she did. She showed up. It's a freaking picture of it. But I don't care. Like, I needed it. <laughs> I didn't know I needed it until I was there an hour away from my apartment. There we are. Getting boba so I could get a stupid cup sleeve. <laughs> Welcome to my world, girl. <laughs> Welcome to my world, like Espa said. From P1 Harmony, we are going to talk very briefly about a few more groups. One that I wanted to mention is TNX, the new six. They debuted under size company, P Nation, last year. And I was very, like, intrigued about the debut process because I haven't really been around for a lot of groups from pre-debut. So I really was like, let me pick this group. And then I decided that because they're so little, so young, they're all my children, all six of them. I gave birth to them at once. They're six tuplets. Like, it's fine. I'm okay. I, I made it through. But I really do have a soft spot for Junhyuk. From the very beginning, I would tell Laura, like, he's so talented. This is, like, magic what this kid, like, was born to be on stage. Unfortunately, he seems to be dealing with some severe anxiety issues. And so he is right now on a second hiatus during promotion. So I'm very, very like brokenhearted over that situation. I'm praying and hoping that Sai and P Nation are providing him with the resources to navigate this. I know it's really tough. I myself have always suffered from anxiety and I've had really, really low points. So I can only imagine what it's like at that level with people yeah. having so many expectations and money on the table. So many people relying on the success of the group and you not wanting to let down your other five members. So I just really, really hope that he's getting the the care and, and help that he needs. And we'll wait for him as long as we need to. But I really am very, very broken whenever I just don't see him in the promotions and the content because he really is so freaking talented. So I hope he gets better soon. I love you, Junior. Oh, that's cute. They actually recently have been pushing the new six quite a lot. They first started with like TNX, but as of this last comeback, everywhere it's been the new six, the new six, and then in parentheses, TNX. Not quite sure what that change is about, but it's a change. Yeah. So like Kathy has TNX. Boy Next Door is a group that just debuted like maybe a couple months ago. They just recently debuted under Cause Entertainment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's Zico's uh, company under Hyde and I listened to their first like mini album it's not even a mini album I think it's still called like a single album it has mm. three three songs I think and I just really liked it the songs are so 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 fun they have that Zico vibe which I'm hoping they grow out and they have their own sound but for like a debut it was amazing they're so cute they're obviously all very young <laughs> they're so cute <laughs> and their voices are so good I don't know if they can all rap but some of them like have like rap saying in the songs i still have freaking serenade in my current no skips like i listen to it actively there's this lyric at the very 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 end of the song where it goes i'll get along with your dad for you and they oh, end yeah. the song on that note genius <laughs> it is so cute i can't i'm telling you i really love cute things and so when they come out with this cute concept that fits them because they're not fucking 30 they're actually yeah. like young so being cute fits them oh, so cute Facts. i am very excited about what they're going to bring and i like i said i'm hoping they can develop their own sound yeah if zico is a musician so mm. if he knows and if he recruited people that were very much like him i have no doubt that they will 
with the support from Hive and the money from right. Hive. Will grow into their own musical sound. Agreed. Flavor. Agreed. So I'm excited. They're very yeah, cute. For sure. And last but not least, we don't know a lot about this group. We are very much like just dipping our toes, but and hyphen has kind of been getting our attention lately and we do have biases there and Laura has another son there as well. So we were just briefly mentioning I I'm a Sunghoon stan. The ice skating really got to me. I don't know his face, his eyebrows <laughs> really got to me. So I have already acquired photo cards and I am very actively working towards knowing more and justifying and understanding why my bias is my bias because I a lot of times don't understand why and then later I find a piece of information and I'm like ah oh, there it is so now I like know it just makes sense I really like Hisung in in Hypen I'm not quite sure why I just do I think yeah I don't know man I think he's also really popular and that kind of bothers me but like <laughs> I like what I like it is what it is <laughs> I'll deal with it later and then my son Nikki he's also Japanese like Seoul he is so cute <laughs> Well, Nikki, Nikki, this is this is a problem with him. He looks and he acts like fully like a forty-five-year-old heartthrob from Hollywood, and somehow he's like only seventeen. Like it literally 17. baffles me on he a is, daily basis. I think he's a saggy too. He's so cute. He he's gonna grow up to be. I think one of those dance killer, like that that member in the group mm. that gets invited to perform with like. Other yeah, like the solo groups. solo dancer. Yeah, he's very much like Hyunjin in the way that he dances right. and delivers and like that. He just also like he, his face. I really hope that he hasn't gone through some dark things in his life because the energy that he serves is like he's seen some shit. It doesn't serve yeah, like yeah. cute 17 year old at all. Yeah. It doesn't serve Makne at all. So yeah, I'm just I'm baffled and like mind blown by him, but like in awe of him truly because he just looks so mature and so lived already. I think it's just his face. Hopefully. But I always do worry, like the Lulu ass worrying about people that I don't know. But I worry because he looks so old, like he looks older. Like I just wonder how that translates to people treating him on like the mm. regular basis. It's like I have a niece who's very, very tall, very, mm. very tall. And she doesn't look her age just because she's very tall. Mm. And I always worry that like people will treat her like she's older when she's really just nine even though her height says she's like 13 or 14. Mm. So I just worry. And I guess I this is just the last tidbit, just the last little thing before we finish this episode. We have a thing about picking biases that love each other. Mm -hmm. It is kind of weird, but also makes sense. Like it's perfect. We don't try. It just happens. Like even the ones that don't, look in the surface like they're very close or, or have like a special something sometimes it's not that they're like super close or like besties but they just have like a certain something whether it's respect or like care or whatever there's always something even in like for example 17 where if you look at it superficially dk and woozy aren't always together yeah. there's there's something there Oh yeah. yeah, like in Carrotland when Woozy was crying, like DK was the one that would go to like comfort him. And like the one day that he didn't go, it was like a thing. So and they're both in the vocal line and stuff like that. It's it when we both kind of like pick a bias or like, you know, we, we start thinking that we have a bias. We probably get like content shoved in our faces of the two of them together. And it right. just kind of solidifies that they are the bias, like that we are talking about the correct bias. Actually, we didn't mention this group, but for the boys, I have. Mm been recently getting into them and for the boys i've been shoving <laughs> 
Sonu <laughs> and Kathy's like down Kathy's throat. <laughs> like I need any more fuckboys with big lips, girl. He's very talented. He's great. So talented. But like we, if we had to pick like a bias, he'd be one of them for me. He'd be the bias for Kathy. And well, no, remember I I started with Kevin again. I always go for oh, the one that true. speaks English. So like from the beginning, when I saw Kevin content on TikTok, I I was like done. This is it. So I've always been a Kevin stan, really. Like, I don't know a lot about the boys, but I just really like him. Obviously, I like Jacob. Eric is so fucking fine. So, like, I I know those three because, again, they speak English. So it's just easier to, like, already kind of pinpoint them and pick them out of a lineup. And the rest of the members I haven't known well. But, like, we end up always at cup sleeves or winning albums or doing stuff for the boys. So I'm like, fucking, I have to, like, get to know them. And then Laura sends me Sonu content weekly, daily. And now I'm sending it to her because like it's inevitable. So I told her, I'm like, are you okay with us sharing another bias? And she's like, if it's what it takes for you to get into this, then yes, it's fine. (laughs) So I guess Sonu, you know, and Kevin are both like shaking hands being my biases there. But even then, like Jung, I can't pronounce his name, Jung-hoon. I really like him. And Mm. him and Sonu are together all the time. All the time. Like time. even even though she started with Kevin, nah, she switched over or she added Sonu, and then added, yes. it just so happened that the one who I thought was my original bias, and he's still part of the bias line, they're like besties. Yeah, they share it a just makes sense. It just even makes like sense. that random. Maybe we are reaching a little bit, but it doesn't matter. No, it's just we always find content, and like I told Laura one time, she didn't send me something that like our biases <laughs> were together, and I was like, you know, it's the law that we have to send it to each other, <laughs> and we have to add it's always us like it, we always send it to each other and we always say it's always us so yeah like the other day i saw like kwasa and solar from mamamoo we always see it it always materializes some way somehow and like laura said it might not be that they're really like the closest at all times but they have something special and they post together and it just makes sense it's, true. it's perfect thank you so much <laughs> that is it for today's episode we hope you enjoyed this I guess silly compared to last week's (laughs) theme, last week's topic. So we hope you enjoyed it. It was fun for us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!